More than once when helping a congregation evaluate its purpose, I've asked, why do you come to church? Why are you here? And often, Lutherans need a few minutes to think about it. After all, so many of us were born into the church. We can't remember a time when we didn't go to church. We can't imagine not being part of the church. So for long-time Lutherans, the answers usually run something like this. This congregation is my home. Or, this is where my family is. This is the place they've connected with God from a young age. But those who became part of the church more recently tend to have a ready response. They'll say something like, because I found God here, or I felt a connection to a community that I never had before. Sometimes, and I admit I find myself a bit envious of this sometimes, they have a grand testimony about being captive to a life of depravity and sin. And some of these stories are really astounding too. Before the Holy Spirit found them and turned their lives around. Today we hear stories about two men who wanted to see Jesus and a third little anecdote about those who could not. First about those who could not. For the third time in Luke's Gospel, Jesus reminds the disciples that he will be killed and rise again. But they don't get it. They can't get it. They can't let go of what they think the Messiah should be. Messiahs aren't supposed to die, after all. They're supposed to destroy the oppressor. Those closest to Jesus can't see him for who he is. But two men on the margins can. The first is a blind beggar on the road outside Jericho. He hears the commotion and ask, after asking what's going on, begins shouting, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Now, it's understandable why the crowd would want to shut him up. Son of David is a politically loaded type. It's, lo it's filled with all kinds of expectations of the future messianic kingdom. To shout Son of David to Jesus would be to invite the wrath of the occupiers, of the Romans. The subtext of the crowd is clear. Shut up, you're going to get us all killed. But what is surprising is that the blind man's understanding of Son of David is not partisan at all. It's about healing. It's about shalom. When Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? How does he respond? Does he ask for the expulsion of the Romans or the death of his enemies? Does he ask for the establishment of the Messianic kingdom? No. He asks for personal healing. He asks for restoration to the community. He asks to see. Even though blind, he can see who Jesus is when the disciples cannot. The same is true of Zacchaeus. Not to steal your thunder, Deb and uh, Kim, but uh, you know, I, I did include the song in the sermon today. We remember the song. Let's sing it. 
Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down for I'm to your house today. For I'm coming to your house today. That was good. Good job. Okay. Zacchaeus has trouble seeing Jesus, not because of any physical deformity, but because he's so short. Yeah, short people jokes are in the Bible. You know, he can't see over the crowd, so he climbs up a tree to get a glimpse of Jesus. So what's notable here is that Jesus sees Zacchaeus up in that tree. He not only sees him, he knows his name. And yes, okay, so Jesus, Jesus is God, yes, but... Jesus is also human, and so this, you know, imagine that Zacchaeus must have been someone of some notoriety. Must have been someone of some notoriety. Then Jesus invites himself to dinner. Crowd can't understand this. They can't get it. Just as the Pharisees and scribes did back in chapter 15, right before Jesus tells the parables of the lost sheep and the lost coin and the prodigal son, they, they're, they're grumbling about Jesus' choice of dinner host. That's the word in the Greek there. They, they grumble. And I think it's in Greek, it's gorbuzo. It sounds like grumbling. Go, 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 go. Can't Jesus see who Zacchaeus is? He's the worst of the worst, after all. He's a chief tax collector. He's a collaborator with the Romans. But Jesus does see Zacchaeus. He sees the repentant heart, which is the characteristic of a child of Abraham. He sees what the crowd doesn't see, what the crowd can't see. And being seen, Zacchaeus truly sees Jesus. So much can get in the way of our seeing Jesus. We all have other loyalties, other commitments, other distractions that keep us from seeing Jesus and his work, not only in ourselves, but all around us. When we come to church, when we take that time for prayer or to read the Bible or to reach out to someone in need or to serve in some way, we're taking the time to see Jesus. And when we take the time to see Jesus in word, sacrament, or service, we can be sure that we will be surprised. Because Jesus is not under our bidding. Jesus doesn't appear according to our expectations. Who or what is worthy of the presence of God? Everyone can see God's presence in the sunset. Doesn't take any great talent to do that. Anyone can see God's presence and the beauty of nature. But what's it like to see God's presence at the bedside of a terminally, terminally ill family member? Everyone can see God in the person who does right by his community, who works hard, who gives generously and cares for his family. It takes no great talent to do that. But what's it like to see God in the person who suffers from addiction? who has never cared for his family, who's a perpetual screw-up, 
who's someone like Zacchaeus. What's clear is that Jesus sees all those people that we can't see. And Jesus is also determined to open our eyes, to show us that even those places and people we think are unworthy of him are in fact the worthiest places of all, up to across outside of the city walls. When Jesus opens our eyes, we will be amazed at where he is and what he's doing. For us, for people like Zacchaeus, and for the world. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, help us to see you in the places you choose to dwell. Remind us that even the cross became a throne for you. Amen. Amen.